Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey everybody, welcome into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. This is the practice report brought to you by Byers Auto. That's Tim May, that's Jeremy Birmingham, I'm Austin Ward. Yes, the number two Ohio State Buckeyes play a game on Saturday uh, at Rutgers. Letterman Row will cover it, of course, but it's the second week in a row where the dominant storyline is happening off the field for the Buckeyes. Uh, Chase Young got his official word today from the NCAA. He will miss only one more game for the Buckeyes, be held out suspended, whatever term you want to use. Chase Young is coming back for the Buckeyes. It won't be in time for this hotly anticipated game against the Scarlet Knights, but the biggest news for a team in the college football playoff race is the best player in America will be back, Tim. Yeah, I just wonder if the reaction at Rutgers today you know, in the, in the locker room was, Whew. oh my goodness, don't have to face that guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're out here talking to Tyler Friday and uh, Javante Jean-Baptiste, one of the great names ever uh-huh. in Ohio State football. and. Uh, uh, they're all champing at the bit because I was talking about this on a pregame show last week on 97.1 <laughs> The Fan is that, uh, you know, everybody feels for Chase Young, but the guys who want to play, the guys, mm. these guys all want to play. How are you even continuing with this guy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what he's laughing at. I don't know. He, 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 he thinks he's got the best French accent. <laughs> yeah. And I can't say Nicolas Petit Frere correctly. And, and all I wanted to do was go, ha-ha, when you said Javante Jean-Petit. did do that. I know, but I didn't mean to. He was going to say Frappuccino, but he couldn't think of it. Chase Young is back, Berm. Yeah, Chase Young's back, and you missed a beautiful early segue when you should have said the number two Buckeyes, but that number two isn't the most important number two in the news today. Austin missed that one. I'm sorry, everyone. Um... Yeah, it's, Usually it's, I wait till the end of the show yeah. before I lose control. Now uh, it's happening. It's in the huge, first obviously, for Ohio State to get Chase Young back, uh, even if it's not this week. He was only going to play a quarter this week anyway, right. if that. So who cares? I'm keeping a straight face. Um, <laughs> the reality here for the Buckeyes is that, as you said, the best player in the country is going to be back and playing for the team that's been undisputably, undisputably, indisputably, the best team in the country all year long. I don't care. What. Indubitably. In, Go ahead, indubitably. Uh, oh, you, you just cracked, <laughs> the, get him going. cracked the can there. Or as the French say, indubitably. <laughs> indubitably. Uh, but, no, the, the truth is for Ohio State, it doesn't matter for this week. Uh, they weren't going to play him much if he was eligible. It does obviously set up a huge uh, matchup against Penn State and the Michigan and then the Big Ten Championship game. And those teams are obviously probably a little bit more annoyed than the people here are. Well, and, and you look at it, okay, trying to dive into some of these conspiracy theories, uh, Gene Smith was available before the Buckeyes tonight. And you know that Ohio State wanted to get ahead of all this conversation about what exactly happened over the last two weeks. Uh, first and foremost, it didn't come from Maryland. It didn't come from Penn State. No team in the Big Ten uh, turned this into Ohio State's attention. Gene Smith did not say specifically who it was, but I think you can gather a lot of information about the nature of what happened here just by ruling out those people. Uh, we have not you know, speculated on any of this. Uh, that's not our place. We've been. Trying, we almost did. But we've been trying. Yeah, yeah we, we've been trying to keep this, uh, present the facts as we hear them and the words that we hear, uh, the speculation we hear as close to the reality as it's, the situation as possible. And that was Tim, why you and I talked on your podcast, why we talked last week right. on Friday that this was likely going to be two games because right. Ohio State, they knew where the money was coming from, they knew that it was paid back. And now this matter is resolved in a way that they can move forward. And not only that, but when they confronted Chase Young with that knowledge, he immediately—well, they, they didn't know—they didn't know he had paid. I mean, you know, yeah. but he immediately 
uh, mea culpa. What, yeah. No, whatever. The, what's the word there? He fessed you, up. There's got to be some kind of French word there. I'm leaving oui. out. But he fessed up. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, an old old Wild West word. He fessed up. And and uh, to me, that's as, that's as remarkable right now because usually it's somebody else's fault. Whatever happens to you yeah. in, in this day and age, he stood up and fessed up, and uh, he took his punishment. And you know, what is right in this situation? I don't know. He did break a he did break a rule. I think most people know that rule. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but I think in his own mind, as we talked about before, he took the loan, he paid back the loan. Where, fine. Yeah, where, where's the problem? But the problem is you took the loan and, and, and there's never a guarantee you pay it back. And that's, you know, Gene Smith made that point as well that, you know, Chase Young was going to miss a game uh, when they applied here. Or, uh, they had the potential to appeal this down from two. Uh, when they sent it to the NCAA, he says, missed a game. We think he should come back right now. Right. That's the max. I know there's been a lot of people speculating elsewhere all over the map is was, was it going to be four could he could ohio state have to vacate wins no four they, could have been the max in this deal well i mean yeah. they, but they could have taken it further if it was right. truly bad and that's right. i think been lost in the speculation that it was never a situation where ohio state was concerned it was that that level there was the possibility of four when the ncaa looked at it they said two ohio state could have fought that they did not they chose not to chase young would have had to i think probably appear before some people in Indianapolis or sure. get on a FaceTime to make his case. But it's Rutgers, so Ohio State said, you know what, to heck with that. Chase Young said, that's fine. I'll take my punishment, and I'll be back for the games that matter. Yeah, that's what I, we talked about on Saturday after the game. There's so much semantics involved here that aren't really important in the big picture. What is important is that the NCAA, Ohio State, the people involved clearly believed what Chase Young presented to them as evidence. And I think that they don't believe that unless that evidence is pretty easily uh, corroborated and, and it's over, you know? So yeah. I think people, of course, on the internet are going to continue this whole sleuthing thing and try to find out who, who done it, uh, who cares? Yeah, it doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter to Ohio State. It doesn't matter to the NCAA at this point. Well, it, it doesn't does- matter to Ohio State or the NCAA because they know who it is. Right, yeah. and so I think it's best if people just leave it alone, don't speculate, and let Chase Young move on, let Ohio State move on and try to run for but a national championship. The key player in this whole thing, though, pardon the expression, player, was Chase Young, though, because if he had denied it, you know, then sure. you get into a then you get into a lengthy mm-hmm. investigation because this person is saying, whoever it was, that you did this. Probably didn't indicate that he paid it back, yeah. but that you did this. That's, that was their knowledge. There was intent there uh, to you know, disrupt things for one of another term. Uh, why, why, why eight games into the season it was suddenly a hot issue is anybody's conjecture. Well, I mean, you should that you can speculate on. Exactly. He all of a sudden became the number one guy yeah. in the Heisman race. Yeah, or and one somebody of the top wanted, two. And somebody wanted to, you know, ruin that. And, and plus, Ohio State was the number one team right. in the college football playoff, et cetera. So, you know, you can go down any kind of rabbit hole there chasing it. But when the guy involved says, yes, this happened, and by the way, I paid it back, and by the way, I have proof that I paid it back, it, it kind of takes all the sting out of it. And uh, then you just have to go about basically taking your punishment. And the secondary part to your most important point about the key player here is that Chase Young wants to come back. Right. If there was a violation and he didn't want to admit to it, then the second that he decided he was ineligible or was told he was ineligible, then he could have been a millionaire the next day and signed an endorsement deal and and moved on uh, to the NFL <laughs> as Jerry Hammock uh, leaves the facility. And Mike Bassford, who's a much uh, quieter guy. Those guys have had a few days to work through all this and respond, and uh, they were able to you know, get all this information out yeah. to, to us today so we can move on and focus on Rutgers here uh, for the rest of the practice report brought to you by Byers Auto. On the field, I don't know that there's anything truly pressing. Uh, of the guys that we've talked to, Ohio State rolled out a bunch of 
younger people that are going to be involved on Saturday. I'm just going to ask you guys both who you're most impressed with to hear from because somebody for me that we don't hear from a lot is Chris Chuganoff. He really kind of stole the press conference on Tuesday, uh, but we heard from a bunch of people that we don't normally hear from. Uh, who yeah. fits that bill for you, Tim? Uh, Chris Chuganoff, because you know the the, the whole. The whole line was that if Justin Fields gets hurt, uh-oh, Ohio State's in trouble. Is Chris Chuganov on that level? No. Yep. He even knows. He even right. refers to uh, Fields as uh, the freak. Freak, yeah. And uh, so he understands where he fits. But anybody who's watched Chuganov play this year has seen a guy who can who could sling the ball. I mean, he could throw the ball. Is he a runner like Justin Fields? No. But but it was so imperative. That, you know, things have really worked out. We're, we're like we're talking to Harry Miller. Harry Miller. Didn't expect to play as much. Joante Jean Baptiste uh-huh. didn't expect to play as much. Uh-huh. Didn't expect to play as much as he's played this year. Yeah. The benefits of we, that are ridiculous, and if they're paying off, as we talked about on my podcast, they're paying off uh, when you need a guy like Javante Jean Baptiste uh-huh. or uh, Tyler Friday to get into games. They're proven. You know, they can get in there and play. Same with Chris Chuganov. and uh, you know that's that's just been almost a godsend to get a backup quarterback who wasn't even here two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, some playing time behind arguably one of the top quarterbacks in the country. I'm sure people at LSU would argue that point. Sure. But I would put Justin Fields in the running with the top three. Yeah. yeah. Who would you like hearing from? I mean, I'm glad that everyone else got an opportunity to hear from Harry Miller a little bit. Obviously covering him in recruiting, I've gotten to know kind of who he is and he's a really interesting dude. Like, I think that he's the type of player and person that people just – are interested in hearing from because he has a very unique world perspective on a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, you know, but to me, I, I think it's really important, and we talked to him on Tuesday, is Josh Myers, who continues to sort of evolve into this role that he was never comfortable in before, which is as a vocal leader, following in the footsteps of Pat Elfline and Billy Price and those guys who, who really are stepping up and, and saying, hey, if something goes wrong, I'm accountable, I'm, I'm the guy, and uh, you know, I think that to me is the one guy who continues to impress me. And when you think about the offensive line, all the, all the problems and questions we've had heading into this year, the Buckeyes are playing Rutgers on Saturday, one of the worst teams in college football. And tonight, that offensive line got their butt chewed out by Greg Stadrara post practice uh, and was forced to do extra work essentially. Yeah. Um, so clearly, it's not a group that's resting, and I think that for Ohio State fans, that's something they should love to see. And hey, don't you agree that Josh Myers might be playing as well as any center in the country right now? Am I wrong about that? It's that's always I know, a, I know it's, it's always a hard one to but, answer because we, you know, right. The one I watch every week is him. I would I would try and compare it mainly to what I saw from Billy Price and Pat Elfline the last right. couple of years. Those guys won the award that was voted on people who see him all over the country. I think that Josh Myers is playing at a Remington Trophy level. Uh, Two weeks ago, when they three weeks ago when they played Wisconsin, Wisconsin repeatedly had maybe the best yeah. center. I thought Josh Myers was the gang leader up front mm-hmm. for Ohio State. Now it didn't help the center from Wisconsin that Devon Hamilton was <laughs> was in his face all day. Yeah. But you know, if that's, you're that's the part, best, that's part of being the job, right? Exactly. And uh, I'm just making a case for. I, I just think he's playing extremely well. I mean, you know. And the other thing is, and this will be knock on wood because it'll probably jinx him. He's been almost flawless with his snaps, I mean, for the most part. I mean, one that got away from Fields, but it was I, I thought, said, a pretty good snap. And yeah. I said almost, yeah, exactly. And uh, th- just that is yeah. just an indication of, of how well he's playing. But he's the gang leader up, up front. You know, he's the guy that gets the calls. He's the guy that disagrees with Justin Fields on calls sometimes yeah. from a blocking standpoint, a pickup standpoint. But as he said, the tie always goes to the quarterback. But the <laughs> bottom line is I think, he's, he's, I think he's playing extremely well. It's a guy you don't get to talk about very much. And the other guy who we got to talk to tonight, 
who had to be, I don't know, disappointed may not, may not be the right word, but Gavin Cup was challenging to be that left guard this year. And then in, in comes who? Yeah. Jonah Jackson. Jackson from Rutgers, who they're playing on Saturday. That's the guy you'd really like to talk to this week. Exactly. And But Gavin Cup's out there, you know, playing his rear end off, and uh, I'm sure he's looking forward to extended action again in his coming game. It's interesting that, you know, Byrne brought up these these reps down here in the corner of the Woody for the offensive line is, you know, these guys are trying to get meaningful reps, and they just can't get as many as they would hope to against Maryland and Rutgers. Live speed game reps, and so I think that's probably an example of something we've talked about all year through nine blowouts for Ohio State is how do they keep that sharp focus? Because they're not, they haven't been in four quarter battles really. How do you make sure that you're ready when the time comes? Because look, this team is on a collision course with the college football playoff. There's no, you know, they could potentially even lose and still get there the way this is shaping out. Yeah. I don't think that they will, but you, you look at it, at some point they're gonna face someone with comparable talent. So how do you challenge yourself when the only question on Saturday is if you score hundred points? Yeah, I mean, to me, it all comes down to the guy in charge of it, and that's what Gene Smith said. You know, after all the talk about Chase Young was done today, he said, Ryan Day's a stud. Like, this is a guy who is, again, I've said it a number of times in the last year plus, he's aced every single test that he's had to pass so far. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any reason to doubt that he will have this team psychologically ready for that game whenever it does come. If it's two weeks from now against Penn yeah. State or in Ann Arbor, or against Wisconsin again, or in Clemson against Clemson, or, or, or Oklahoma, or, or anybody. I mean, it, it. I. There's been such a unique focus out of this group, and um, here's what they've done a great job of, though. And you guys know this. Like Kevin Wilson said, he looks forward to Tuesdays and Wednesdays more than he does almost game day because Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Wednesdays are like. Yeah. They seeing, are like against like. The best players in the it's ones against down. ones. I mean, I'm, I'm talking with Harry Miller there uh, at the end of practice today and like just the uh, benefit of going against Devon Hamilton who's playing as well as any interior defensive lineman in the country right now. Yeah. And what did, how that, you know, steel sharpens steel, so to speak. Uh, that That's what stands out about this team. They are getting their licks in, uh, but but like you said, I, I keep saying this, you know, no no coach. Nick Saban didn't go to bed on Friday night in Tuscaloosa last week going, man, I hope this go for, goes four quarters. And, uh, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I mean, you And, want, of course, you, you saw Alabama get in the, in the shootout. Yeah, right. and they had to go four quarters, and first time all year they lose. So. It didn't yeah. work out for them. All right, guys, quickly before uh, the Woody gets some more use from a different team out here, uh, score predictions for, for Saturday afternoon. What's the spread now? 52 as we speak? 53. 53. 53. keeps going up. Why it's not 60, I don't understand. But I can see Ohio State getting into the – getting above 60 again because I think the backup offense, you know, I just keep thinking about how Master Teague the third runs, how yep. Demario McCall got after last week, and Marcus Crowley, if he's – you know, we're all waiting to see if he's available. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think it's just going to keep on running, especially after that meeting the backup line had at the end <laughs> of practice today, you know, that – Certain expectations are there, so I could see, I could see them shutting them out, and I could see something in the 63 to zero range. 63 to nothing from 10. Berm. 49 nothing. That's, wow, he's got a bold prediction yep. coming on Friday. Wait, wait a minute, he needs to explain that. No, it's coming on Friday. Uh, 14, for, for, for 49 nothing for his bold prediction on Friday morning. Because it's going to get cold as the game goes through, and they'll. You just have to wait and read it's, it, Tim. It's called a teaser, Tim. We got to save it, save it till Friday morning. Cause, okay. And I don't even save mine anymore. My game pick on Saturday, it's going to be 91 to nothing. So 91 to 91 nothing. to nothing. You know what? Here's the thing. Before you go. Do you that mean it, that? Here's the thing. I mean it. Here's the thing. That is possible. 
I know. It is possible. That's the scary thing. I mean, they scored 73 on Maryland. I think Maryland's got some a few players. They got some. This is the dogs. most complete team in the country yet. Most com- we're heading out of here, getting the word right now, so I won't even explain it. That was it to Willigar, ladies and gentlemen. 91 best, to nothing. Best team in the country against the worst is happening on Saturday. Uh, we are just talking about Ohio State, Chase Young, and the rest. We'll have that full coverage from that as we head to New Jersey this weekend. This, though, has been the practice report brought to you by Byers Auto. Tim May, Jeremy Birmingham, I'm Austin Ward. We'll see you next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.